get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsibly. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and y'all make sure y'all run these likes up and subscribe on YouTube. Man, we got a great episode tonight. Uh, before we go any further, let y'all know I'm drinking all my usual Dr. Pepper, uh, Crown Royal Vanilla mixed with Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. And also, uh, real quick, New episodes are uploaded every Friday, so y'all can check it out right here on YouTube, or you can check it out on, uh, you can listen on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, this episode is sponsored by Joe Shakin App at ShakinApp.com. Go visit ShakinApp.com for services, monthly updates, and contact information. Once again, visit ShakinApp.com, promoting leadership and scholarship. So, man, look, we're going to get right into it. Uh, it's been a lot that's been going on and stuff like that. But before we get into Championship Sunday um, with the uh, Eagles and the Niners and the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs, we got to talk about this real quick. Um, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. So for those who don't know, and probably most of you have already known if you're following this story, Ed Reed is out as head coach of Bethune-Cookman. <clears throat> Bethune all right. Now, he wasn't officially hired. Let's put it that way. Really wasn't officially hired, but they let him go. Based on uh, his rant on social media, based, he was pretty much talking about the campus, right? How the campus was not, let's just say up to his standards, right? When he was coming in, you know, the offices, you know, the coach's office wasn't even cleared out for him, everything like that. So the president um, pretty much just took the offer away. Uh, he explained himself uh, with an, in an interview with uh, Roland Martin, as well as Ed Reed. And um, a lot of people has been going back and forth about this. All right. So pretty much uh, Ed Reed has been talking about the conditions on campus, right? He's been talking about the conditions on campus, pretty much went on uh, social media, and he was upset. He's upset. One thing about Ed Reed, he's very passionate. He's very emotional. Uh, he's He cares about the kids a lot, right? You can tell he's truly passionate about the kids. He was upfront and honest with uh, with this uh, players uh, when they found out, hey, they pretty much not going to have him as the head football coach. And I hear a lot of people who are either for it or against it uh, in terms of you know, what was said and everything like that. I'm going to give you my take on this whole situation real quick. 
I don't have a problem with anything Air Raid did. Because, see, this is the second high-profile coach who has really said something about an HBCU school. Now, the only difference is, is that, you know, Coach Prime, he, he did what he did. Of course, you know, I said it before in my earlier episodes, small schools will always be a stepping stone for head coaches in any sport because they always want to go to the bigger schools or get to the pro level. It's a business thing for them, so you can't really be mad at that. Every was coming in with that, you know, coming in because he truly wants to help the kids. Like every coach, you know, they really want to help the kids. But he can't help the kids in the conditions that they're in, which I have no issue with. Now, people say, well, you should never air it out. Well, how else are you going to get the attention of the administration? Right. And you have to understand, too, every you have to. If y'all know his background, all right, Ed Reed, one of the greatest football players to ever play the game of football, Pro Football Hall of Famer, one of the best safeties to ever play. I watched him growing up because I'm a Steelers fan. And, of course, we had Tro- Troy Palomalu, who was also in the Hall of Fame. So you had, you know, that back and forth between the Steelers and the, uh, the, Steelers and the Ravens playing in the same division was always like physical football. So you don't expect a high scoring game. You don't get low scoring games because the defense was like, they took it to a whole nother level, right? It's like watching two all pro defenses going at it. When a guy comes in with, you know, of his stature, right? You have to do everything you can to, I hate to say it to a piece of coach, in my opinion, you know, because you you bring in a high-profile athlete like that to your school, at least what you can do is just make sure, you know, the facilities are maintained, you know? I don't know what their situation is in terms of their maintenance workers and everything like that, but you got to at least maintain the campus. And the president came out basically said he rescinded it because of some of the actions that every took, you know, not only posting on uh, on uh, social media, but, you know, he said it was a Christian institution, which I never heard of. Also, you know, he was talking about a video he did with the type of music he was playing in the background was demeaning towards women. But yet you got Rick Ross to come during homecoming. I, I, we ain't gonna go there. I think the real reason was they got called out and they didn't like it. But if we take the focus off of them, the voices that really mattered was those three football players who went on uh, Roland Martin's show and basically told them, listen, our equipment is molded. Helmets, uh, the, the footballs, other equipment, I mean, it was just, it was bad. And they said Ed Reed came in, did more within three weeks, did more in three weeks than the administration and the previous head coaches did in five years. That's saying a lot about your institution. That is saying a whole lot about your institution, 
if y'all haven't checked out the interview, I suggest y'all go uh, check it out. Y'all can find it on YouTube. Uh, Roland Martin's interview with, uh, you know, with them and everything like that. Trying to get to the bottom of it. But I always felt like the students, the students, they felt like they had a voice now. I guess it was being ignored. So it just took one person to bring it up to attention. And now you have the students that's followed, that's followed to where when you have, when, when have a guy like Ed Reed, who basically, and yeah, I remember, he went to Miami, went to the NFL, NFL, played for the Ravens, still doing work in the community, still to this day, very passionate about what he does. His, his bar is up here. It's high. How come your school don't meet those, those standards? Like, I'm not understanding. All thing they're saying is have better facilities, fix the issues here. We're paying all this money to go to the school. Why, why none of this helping? I mean, I think, and, and if y'all haven't seen it yet, they have been protesting. They even wrote a petition, a petition to get every back as a coach because you're you're looking at every more more than a coach, more as a voice for the students. And you remember, he wasn't just talking about the uh, football players uh, in the bad conditions. He was really speaking on the whole student body in these bad conditions. And now they're like, okay, enough is enough. You know what? What are y'all going to do to fix this? This is y'all issue. What are y'all doing to fix this? I don't know if the new president is going to be able to fix this. I don't think he understands the real problems, <laughs> the real problems that's going there, going on on this campus. You know, you can say what you wanted to in the interview, but at some point you're going to get caught. Right. You know, so I just think that. I, I just think that. People who said that every knew what he was getting himself into. Doesn't mean that the facilities should be below par. It shouldn't be. Anytime you go to any school, whether it's an HBCU or a PWI, you want those facilities to be up to par. Why? Because you're paying all this money. Most students are going into debt to get an education, and yet your facilities are not up to par. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, what, what are you doing with the money? Where's the money going? You know, and I, I'm going to applaud the students at, at Bethune-Cookman because they're now, you know, taking a stand against all of this, right? If you see something that's not right, speak up. Because, see, by the end of the day, they can't really lose students. It's still, and that's the one thing about it. College is a business. Let's get it out the way. This is an uh, institute for higher learning. It's a business because there's you you paying to get this education. So it's a business. Even on, you know, like the high school level, you no, know, all the way down, you know, it's a business. But um that's what I'm not upset about what every did. Now you got some people who go on social media. You know, basically saying he was wrong for airing out the dirty laundry. 
first off, it needs to be said because if it wasn't going to be said, it wasn't going to get done. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all could go on social media right now, go uh, find the videos of what he said and everything like that, but he, he, he was upset. And you got to think, this man has high standards. A man of his magnitude, a, a guy who could bring resources to the school, right, for his football team. He, he actually was fighting for the team in, in a way for the entire student body to have, you know, just fix the issues that's on, on your campus. Just fix the issues. I don't understand what the point is. If that administration can't fix the issues, get rid of that administration and put in a whole new administration who's going to solve the problems. As simple as that. And once again, man, shout out to those students who are standing up, man, who are speaking out on this. Y'all doing what y'all supposed to do. And I just think that y'all continue to fight because realistically, they, you, you really work for them because it's your money. It's your money, and I just think that you have a right as a, as a paying customer, as a right, as a paying customer, because they already took your money to call out these conditions on campus and make sure they get it done. So don't stop that fight, man. Y'all keep going, man, and get, and, and, and get what y'all deserve, man. You know? Get with y'all or else leave, go to another school. So y'all let me know, man, what y'all think about this and, and how y'all feel about this whole situation. Because like I said, I don't find, I, personally, I'm not mad about what every did. I was definitely disappointed in the response uh, by the president. So, I was just disappointed because you had two. If y'all went back and saw that interview, Air Reed and those three football players, that that was a lot to take in because basically they confirmed everything Air Reed was saying, everything that he was saying. So y'all go back, watch that interview, man. And if y'all want to comment below, so be it. No hateful comments. I know how some people are. So just keep a respect, you know, just, be all respectful and everything like that. And just let me know how y'all feel about it. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. Uh, championship Sunday. Championship Sunday. Man, one step closer to the Super Bowl. So in the AFC championship game, we have the uh, Chiefs and the uh, Bengals. NFC, we have the Eagles and the 49ers. It's going to be two great games, two great games. Let's start in the AFC. This is basically a rematch of last year's AFC championship game, the Bengals and the, uh, the Bengals and the uh, uh, Chiefs. I think Chiefs are going to, I think they're looking at this as a revenge game. I think they've been waiting on this particular game. You know, the Bengals, they got, they have experience. They tasted what the Super Bowl was like. But also you have the Chiefs who have Super Bowl, you know, experience as well. 
So this particular game to me, it could either be a high, excuse me, a high scoring game, or it could be one of those games where the defense played really well and the offense can't get going. It would take like one or two drives that would make a difference in the game. But I just think that I think the Chiefs have something they, they need to prove. You know, they got bounced out last year by this team. So now they're like, all right, we got y'all again. Now it's we've been waiting on this. So I think the Chiefs gonna come out uh, you know, just all out. Come all out. I know uh Patrick Mahomes had a had an ankle injury, but I think he'll be all right. I don't think it's gonna really affect his play as much. Um, we'll see. And also, too, it's going to come down to the defense. Which defense is going to uh, make their mark on this particular game? No, so it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to three phases. You know, in the playoffs, it's three phases. You know, the offense, defense, and special teams. So I just think that uh, which whatever offense could get going and whichever defense could, you know, put their stamp on this game, I just believe it was going to win. Me. Personally, I think the Chiefs is going to win. The Kansas City Chiefs is going to win this game and go to the Super Bowl uh, because I think Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, I think them boys over there is. I, I think they're waiting for this moment. I think they're waiting to get back and uh, try to claim another Super Bowl. Now, let's go to the NFC. This one I was thinking a lot about because. The 49ers, man, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, that defense is for real, right? The Eagles, them boys ain't no joke either. So, for me, I think this is going to be like one of, like the, like the game, uh, the, uh, the Cowboys and the 49ers, which it was a defensive game, right? It was a defensive game. But when you saw in that third quarter, into that fourth quarter, you saw the offense going for the 49ers, right? You saw the quarterback, Purdy, was actually, you know, making plays with his arm. And you saw, and like I said, you had that running game going too. So it's going to be one of those games where – whoever could actually get the offense going, I think that that's going to be the team to win. Personally, with the Eagles and their offense and how they, I think they have the, the, the advantage. But if the game is close, you, you never know. It could come down to the last possession. Whoever has last possession, you know, it could come down to that to win the game. So it, it's going to be it's going to be really – it's going to be really, really tough to decide this game. Um, I'm going to say it's a coin flip. Definitely have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but this one, I don't know, man. Like, I want to go with the Eagles, but that 49ers defense is on a whole nother level. So, I don't know. I, I'm just going to say whoever wins, I'm going to be happy for them, and I'm not going to be surprised. So let, let's wait. 
I'm gonna wait and see this. You know, I'm gonna watch the game, and then we'll just wait. I I can't pick a team. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pick a team. I'm just gonna say the Eagles because they're playing at home. That's who I'm going with. I'm gonna pick the Eagles because they're playing at home. So I have the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, which you know we'll wait to talk about that. You know, Super Bowl weekend. So it's gonna come down to that, and but it's gonna be a real uh, some great exciting games this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I can't wait to see these games. I can't wait to see it, you know, playoff football, man. It's always exciting. And I think that I think we're gonna have a a great, great weekend. I think it's gonna be two exciting games. Two exciting games. And uh win or lose, man. You know, continue to support your team. Don't get all upset. I know we've seen some uh some fans out there who team lost. They're uh breaking their TVs and driving over their TVs. I'm like, what did the TV do to you? I mean, like, I don't understand it. What did that TV do to you? I'm, I don't get it. But I just think that support your team no matter what, win or lose, you know, you never know. Next year could be a year. So there you have it. Uh, before I get out of here, man, I just want to say once again, man, y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark Podcast right here on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Please run these likes up. Uh, also subscribe to the channel, Drinking After Dark Podcast on YouTube. And you know what? Y'all can also listen t- uh, to Drinking After Dark on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Let's continue to share, continue to spread the word, man. Let's get these uh, followers up. Let's get these supporters up, man. More content coming your way, man. More guests coming your way. So I'm really excited, man. 2023 is going to be a great year for us. So let's go and make it happen. Until next time, I'm your boy Darius from Drinking Out the Dark Podcast. And I'm out. Peace. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.